Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary, your favorite podcast. I know you told me it is. It's you don't lie now. Don't take it back. All right. The first word in this episode is dictatorship. Um, you could also emphasize the first syllable, dictatorship. D I C T A T O R S H I P. Noun from 1542. One. The office of dictator. The person who's working in the office, the dictator who's working in the office of the dictatorship. I don't think that was English. Number two. Autocratic rule, control, or leadership. Yep, this is all obviously tagged on to what we talked about in the previous episode with dictator and dictatorial. The dictatorship is the thing that is under autocratic rule, control, leadership. The the act of... I don't know how to describe it. Number 3A. A form of government in which absolute power is concentrated in a dictator or a small clique. So it doesn't have to be one person. It could be a group of people. But either way... Uh, they they just have absolute power. One person, this small group of people, uh, and they rule with a dictatorship because whatever they say goes. 3B, a government organization or group in which absolute power is so concentrated. The organization or the group that uh, is in control is the dictatorship. And then finally, 3C, a despotic state, so a group, an area, a, a state, a country, a region uh, that is, uh, I guess, ruled by a, a despot, um, that, that would be a, a dictatorship as well. Yeah, despot, dictator, authoritarian, I think there's a couple other words, they're, they're all very similar. Um, okay, let's do a sound effect. This one, is, it's just going to be a word. Kind of weird like yesterday. We're just going to go book. The next word is diction. D-I-C-T-I-O-N. Noun from 1581. Number one is obsolete. And it is verbal description. I'm not sure if that means... What could that be? Uh, Describing something in a verbal way? Like, I describe things to you using my voice... Um, Or is it describing something that is verbal or oral? Uh, It doesn't doesn't really say. Some sort of verbal description is diction, but it's obsolete. Two, choice of words, especially with regard to correctness, clearness, or effectiveness. Huh, so your choice of words is... Is your diction? What words do you choose to describe a thing? Uh, but more specifically, we're talking about uh, to make things correct or clear or effective. I try to be good in this regards of uh, in this uh, definition of diction to describe things to you. I try to be correct. I know I'm not always correct. I'm as correct as I can be with the limited knowledge in my brain. I try to be clear. I try to be effective, clear and vivid. Um, again, sometimes it doesn't always come out great, but overall, it's, I don't think it's too bad. 3A, vocal expression, 
and the synonym is enunciation. Enunciation. You don't want to say enunciation. I wasn't. I wasn't enunciating. Enunciation. Yes. How do you use your mouth and stuff? Vocal. Your the expression of your vocality. I don't even know if that's a word. Your vocal expression. Your enunciation. Um, yeah, it's to being being clear in your words, not necessarily with the words that you use, the words that you say, but it's more about how is your mouth literally saying the words. Hopefully, I have some decent enough diction. I try to be good because you gotta you gotta understand what I'm saying if I'm gonna read the this dictionary, this dictionary. Three B, pronunciation and enunciation of words in singing. So how do you pronounce the words when you're singing? How are you enunciating them? Which syllables are being emphasized? Uh, Which ones get more emphasis? Which words are more emphasized than the others? Uh, Yeah, just how are you saying the words? And then also just the pronunciation of the words. Dictional is an adjective... And dictionally is an adverb. This, I think it's very good to have good diction. I can't tell you how many people, they just mumble. They don't enunciate their words. And for somebody like me who, there's some weird disconnect between my ears and my brain. It's partly that my hearing is going, but I think I've always had a bit of a problem when people are talking to me and I'm like, wait, what? What did you just say? It just sounded like gibberish. Um, ever since probably at least middle school or earlier, there's there's something. Uh, and so, you know, I need to look at their face and their mouth. That helps. And, you know, it helps if we're not in a, a crowded area, a loud area. Um, but boy, I'm like, you got to look at me in the face if you're going to say something. Otherwise, I don't know what you're saying. Gavs have some good diction. It's just a nice thing to do. This is from the Latin Diction, that's a prefix, or the word dictio, and that means speaking or style. From desere, which means to say, it is akin to the Old English tion, which means to accuse. Hmm, what are we accusing people of? Also from the Latin decare, which means to proclaim or dedicate. From the Greek Deik, what do you say this word? Deikninai, deikninai, that means to show. And then also from dike or dikey, which means judgment or right, R-I-G-H-T. And that was a lot of stuff. Speaking, style, to say, to accuse, to proclaim, to dedicate, to show, judgment, right, what is what is correct and right, uh fascinating range of words there um yes it's making me think okay okay we'll, we'll come back to a bit more etymology for a different word in a minute uh, but yeah i think that's good prediction the next word book 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 the next word is uh you know possibly just one of the greatest ones here in this whole podcast show it's the word dictionary oh yes we got there it's it's the it's this thing it's very meta let's talk about dictionary there are four definitions uh they the first one's very long and then they get uh shorter a bit as they go 
So, dictionary. You, yeah, noun. It's a noun. It's a book. It's a physical thing that I am basically holding in my hand right now. It's from 1526. One, a reference source in print or electronic form containing words usually alphabetically arranged along with information about their forms, pronunciations, functions, etymologies, meanings, and syntactical and idiomatic uses. That's what it is. It's got all of that stuff, and I read all of that to you. Every single little piece of that, almost. Um, there are lots of dictionaries. Uh, there, there are dictionaries for, say, to go from one language to another language. It's not going to give you definitions necessarily, but it's going to tell you what the other language's word is for that word that you're looking up. Uh, there are medical dictionaries. There are, I don't even know how many kinds of dictionaries. There's a lot. Um, we actually have my wife's grandmother's old, like, nursing medical dictionary. I think it was from the 40s? Yeah, I think it might be from the 40s. Uh, I took a quick little look through it. It is dated. Let me tell you what. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. There, there are just tons and tons of types of dictionaries all over the world. Number two, for dictionary, a reference book listing alphabetically terms or names important to a particular subject or activity along with discussion of their meanings and applications. Um, I, it's reference book of what? I don't know. Terms and names about a topic. So yeah, it could just could be so many different things could have a dictionary like that. And then there's a discussion about their meanings and applications. Three, a reference book. Let's see. So far, number one, two, and three have all been a reference book. A reference book giving four words and one... No, I think I read that all wrong. A reference book giving four words of one language equivalence in another. Yeah, that's that one I mentioned. There could be like an English to German dictionary. You look up a word in English, it's going to tell you the word in German. And maybe, maybe if it's fancy, on the opposite side, if you look up a word in German, it'll tell you what the word is in English. Maybe it goes both ways. You know, these days we have translation things on our phones, so maybe we don't need the books as much, but uh, it's still it's still good if you can find a, a little one. You could take it on a trip with you. You can, uh, you can if you don't have, you know, international service or if you don't have a smartphone, these, these little books are very handy. Number four, a computerized list, um, a, a computerized list as of items for data or words used for reference as for information retrieval or word processing. Uh, so it's computerized list, list of data or words for reference. Um, I guess this would be maybe the dictionary in the computer system that is going to tell you maybe if something is spelled wrong or, yeah, information retrieval, word processing. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you type in a thing, and it, your computer, your phone, whatever it is, is going to tell you if you've spelled it wrong, or maybe it's going to help you with grammar. Maybe it's going to tell you to put in a comma or take out a comma. And um, you can also use it literally as a dictionary to look up words. I think that must be what that one is. 
So where does this word come from? Well, it is from Middle Latin dictionarium, dictionarium, which is from the lower Latin dictio, which we also had in the previous word. Uh, So the Latin dictio means speaking or style. The lower Latin dictio means word. Word up. Um, And that's also from, here we go, the Latin dictio, which means speaking. So what I think is interesting, I don't know which is first, Latin or lower Latin. I think think Latin might be first and then lower Latin. But, um, you know, for my purposes, what I think is interesting is that it's it's a bunch of words. It's just the thing that is, is all words in here. Um, but then the Latin for speaking also, I am speaking these words to you. And so I feel that uh, this was just all meant to be. This book is literally meant to be spoken out loud. And you can't you can't argue with me on this. You you cannot change my mind. Um, I mean, it doesn't say anything about the second part of the word, the A-R-Y, where that comes from, what it means. I don't remember if we had the suffix A-R-Y. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just the place for words. That's what this book is, the dictionary, place for words. And then you speak them. No, then I speak them. It's my job. All right, the next word, book, book, book. It's the book. The next word is dictum, D-I-C-T-U-M, noun from mm, 1599. The plurals are dicta with an A or dictums, just with an S at the end. Number one, a noteworthy statement as 1A, a formal pronouncement of a principle, proposition, or opinion. It's a formal pronouncement. Um, and yeah, that's I'm, I don't know of an example of where you might use this dictum, um, but it is very formal, so I feel like maybe it's an invitation or an, yeah, an announcement of some kind. 1B, an observation intended or regarded as authoritative. So it's uh, they have authority, and whatever this dictum says is what goes. Number two, a judge's expression of opinion on a point other than the precise issue involved in determining a case. Hmm, that's interesting. Why would the judge be talking about something that's not about the precise issue of determining the case? Um, but, the, you know, judges have authority, so I see the, the connection here. They're authoritative. It's a pronouncement of, of something. Um, the etymology, it's from dictus, which is from decere, which if we go back, uh, decere means to say in Latin. So it's uh, somebody is saying a thing, and it's uh, formal, authoritative, and correct. They said it, they're in a, a position of, of authority, so that's why a dictum is a dictum. Wow, this may be getting worse. I don't know. The next word, book. This is a prefix. Dicti, I think you would pronounce it dicti. D-I-C-T-Y, or you can add an O, dictio. This means, hmm, it just means net, N-E-T. 
Now, I don't know what kind of net we're talking about, but we will uh, learn more, I think, in the next couple words, because we have a couple examples. Dictia steel, and the other, other example is dictiasome. Dictiasome, dictiasteel, and those are actually our next two words. But before we get there, the etymology says this is from the Greek dikine, dikine, which means to throw. You know, if you look at sports, you throw things into a net or towards a net. I don't know if that's exactly the connection here, but you throw a thing, and this means net. So let's move on to the other words to see if we can learn more about this dicti prefix. Book. Dictiosome. Noun from 1893. Any of the membranous or vesicular structures making up the Golgi apparatus. Any of those structures that are that are made from membranes or they're vesicular they got vesicles and uh you know if something's membranous maybe it's kind of like a net maybe it's a net in a net is kind of like the membrane of of humans they you know like a like a soccer net a football net um certain things can go through the net because it has small holes but larger items can't go through and that's kind of like what a membrane is um, so I, I've heard of the Golgi apparatus. I, it's in the body somewhere. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. So I'm not even going to take a guess and sound like an idiot because I have a thought in my mind, but I may be wrong. The next word, book, 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 dictia steel or dictia steely, dictia, no, dictia steely. That's how you say it. Dictia steely. I'm not sure why that's that's okay, why people say that, but um, I think dictia steel is probably more appropriate. This is a noun from circa 1902. A steel, or steely, I guess. A steel in which the vascular cylinder is broken up into a longitudinal series or network of vascular strands around a central pith, P-I-T-H. And uh, I guess that situation is in many ferns. A fern, like a plant. The fern, fern thing. So, let's see. It's a, I don't know what a steely is, so it's not helpful. But it's a certain kind of steel or steely called a dictyosteel or dictyosteely. It's a vascular cylinder. It's broken up long ways to a network of vascular strands around the central pith. That didn't really help probably any, I don't know, hearing something multiple times helps me. Uh, That's what that is. I don't know. We'll have to uh, learn more maybe when we get to ferns. Probably not, though. The next word. Book, 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 book. Dicumarole is next. Dicumarole. D-I-C-U-M-A-R-O-L- or you can spell it D-I-C-O-U-C-O-U-M-A-R-O-L. D-I-C-O-U-M-A-R-O-L. Noun from 1942. This is a crystalline compound, C19H12O6, originally obtained from spoiled sweet clover hay 
and used to delay clotting of blood, especially in preventing and treating thromboembolic disease. Thromboembolic disease. I don't know anything about this. I have no idea what spoiled sweet clover hay is. Uh, but it helps to uh, slow down, uh, wait, delay clotting of blood. Why would you want to delay the clotting of blood? Hmm, maybe maybe if it clots too fast, that's a problem. So you can use this dicumerol. The next word. Bookie, 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 bookie. Dicynodont or dicynodont. D-I-C-Y-N-O-D-O-N-T. Noun from 1854. Any of a suborder of small herbivorous therapsid reptiles with reduced dentition. And the suborder name is, I guess you would pronounce it, Dicynodontia or Dicynodontia. And Dicynodont is also an adjective. So, something about, well, they're small. They eat plants. I don't know what therapsid means, but they're reptiles and they have reduced dentition. And that's about teeth. Uh, because if we look at the etymology, this is from the di prefix, which means two, plus kion, which means dog, plus odont, or odus, which means tooth. And there's more at hound and tooth. So, hmm, dog. I wonder how dog got in there. So we got two dog tooth. And I don't know what it means by reduced dentition. Does that mean that the teeth are smaller in these reptiles than other ones? Um, we'll put a link in the show notes for dicynodont. And um, maybe we'll put a, put a put something in the social media Instagram and Twitter at DictionaryPod so you can see what these look like. But um, yeah, I'm more curious about this dentition thing. And it's right in the name. The D-O-N-T or the O, the Odont at the end. It's all about the teeth. That was the last of the D-I-C words. We have a couple D-I-D words in this episode. Starting with book. Did. That's the next word. Did. It is the past form of the word do. That's it. That's the how how do you do? How do you did? I do I did good. I'm going to do better. And the last word book 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 didact is the last word. D I D A C T noun from 1954. And it is a didact- a didactic person is a didact. And we will learn about didactic. I can't even say the word didactic. We'll learn about didactic in the next episode. Yes, we will. Don't you worry. Um, so I think now is a good time to reread the words and then we'll pick one for the word of the episode. I hope I hope I pick what you pick. Because if I don't, I'll feel very bad. But I think it might be kind of obvious in this one. Today we had dictatorship, diction, dictionary, dictum, dicti or dictio, dictiosome, dictiosteel, dicumerol, disanodont, disanodont, did and didact. 
And of course, I'm going to pick dictionary as the word of the episode on this podcast about the dictionary, reading the dictionary, called the dictionary. Why would I not pick it? And um, there, my, my songs don't usually have a lot of words. Sometimes they do. But um, how, what are we going to do for this song? We're going to go... The dictionary is the... Oh, my brain just sort of shut down there for a second. Um, the dictionary is the subject of this podcast called The Dictionary. I hope you have a dictionary in your house. You can use it and follow along with me. The Dictionary is a podcast made by Spencer. He is your host, and he's reading a dictionary of lots and lots of words. Yeah, again, the tune wasn't so great, and the, but the words were so much better. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I would have loved to have a guest on, as I've mentioned before. It's just kind of hard to find the, the time to get a guest on all the time, but eventually we'll get there. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying this show. This was a very special episode because it had the word dictionary in it, but other than that, uh, there wasn't much special about it. And I'm looking forward to at least one word in the next episode. Ooh, a couple more words. Yeah, some good stuff there. A few words. All right, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary in the podcast, The Dictionary, Dispensing Information. Goodbye.